This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome back, everybody, to episode three of That well, Six. I'm your host, Kyler Bills, and I'm, again, very excited yet, yet disappointed in myself. Um, uh, man, how do you follow a crazy, you know, first two weeks of football? Is You just have a, a, a crazier and more chaotic week three of football. Um, and it was crazy, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, we got a lot, to get, a lot to get into today, a lot of thoughts. So um, without further ado, let's get into the recaps for week three, um, starting off with my weekly pickums. Um, this week I did a little better, man, but still not very great. Uh, I went eight and eight on the week. Um, Dallas winning yesterday gave me the 500 record, um, which I was really nervous in. It was tough to cheer for Dallas. Yeah, I wanted, you know, I'm not a huge Cowboys fan, so I still kind of wanted the Giants to win. But for my pickums' sake, glad they won. Um, we'll talk about that game later, which brings my season pickum. Pickham's record to 22-23-1. This is the week that I will get back on track and get to 500, get over 500. I'm calling it right now. I'm not missing a single game this week. Um, starting off with Thursday Night Football, man. Um, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. It was a, it was a decent game. Um, catch of the year, George Pickens, question mark. I mean, that, that, was, that was one hell of a catch. I will not lie to you. Um, you know, adjusting midair. You know, the man is like 180 degrees over the shoulder, just one-handed. Um, you know, there's that, that that argument is, is it the best catch of all time? But then you look at OBJ's catch, and unpopular opinion, man, that that catch turned, you know, a mediocre wide receiver into a star. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, I, I probably still give the nod to OBJ, and, and there's a lot of good underrated catches out there that don't get talked about. Um, but that George Pickens catch was spectacular. Um, the Browns did defeat the Steelers. That's a win for Kyler. Have to take those wins when we can get them. Um, Nick Chubb had a great game. Nick Chubb and Amari Cooper both played really good games. So did Jacoby Brissett. The Browns offense honestly played really good um, compared to what we saw week one and then week two against uh, New York. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, 21 and 31. 220 yards and two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 23 carries, 113 yards and a touchdown. And Amari Cooper, seven receptions, 101 yards and a touchdown. You know, I really like Cleveland's offense, the fact that they have two starting caliber running backs. Um, I'm very interested to see what would happen if you give Nick Chubb that chance, you know what I'm saying, to emerge as the dominant runner. You know, in, in factor cream hunt out. I think it's well. You know, for a long time the Browns have had a great, like you know, the best backfield in the league. You know, they outside of Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb, they have Defo or Dearness Johnson. I don't know what I was trying to say, DeForest Buckner. Uh, um, but uh, the, the Browns have a, a fantastic offensive line um, and an offensive run game in general. I think when uh, when Deshaun comes back, the offense in general is going to click a lot more. Um, I also see Deshaun coming back as a guy who's less – he's more careless with the football in a way. Um, I think he's going to be coming back. He's going to be rusty. He's going to be trying to make every single play um, like he did in Houston. But I don't know if he's going to be able to, um, especially in the north, you know, a stacked division. Um, I won't say stacked, but they're pretty tough compared to some of the other ones, <laughs> AFC South. 
Um, but uh, for the Steelers, man, it wasn't a bad game. Um, man, it it was like I watched that game and I did not see a whole lot of Chase Claypool, man. And I don't know if it's because Trubisky's back there or what, but like outside of the, the, the you know a couple plays, George Pickens didn't do all that much. Um, you know, their leading receiver Deontay Johnson, eight receptions for eighty-four yards. Um, you know, not a bad, not a bad game by Deontay. Uh, Najee Harris, fifteen carries, fifty-six yards, and a touchdown. And then Trubisky, an efficient game, twenty passes, thirty-two completions, uh, two hundred seven yards. I mean, say as you will, the Browns got the win, um, which is big right now because the North is, you know, I picked Baltimore to win. I'm, I'm sticking by Baltimore, even though I think after this week, Baltimore is two and two. Man, they got a tough week. The, the, the Ravens have had a tough schedule, man. Um, playing the Bengals twice a year, the Steelers twice a year, the Browns twice a year is is not necessarily ideal. Um, but I think the Browns are going to be fine. I mean, I, the Browns are looking looking decent. Um, I think it's them in Baltimore, especially when Deshaun gets back. I mean, Brissett's kind of in the role he is now. That he he was in the same role when Brady got suspended. Um, you know. Obviously, when when it was six games, it was more of that role. But now he's just trying to get a couple wins, keep his team in contention, and then when Deshaun gets back is where you really expect to see the Browns do something. Um, it'll be interesting, man. As far as the Steelers, like I said, I could see the Steelers finishing second. I, I'd give it a couple weeks before Kenny Pickett comes in. I don't know if Kenny Pickett's going to be better or not. I, I feel like Kenny Pickett is a spitting image um, of Mitchell Trubisky. But, you know... Najee Harris has to do more, um, maybe get the ball more out of the backfield, uh, receive, catch the ball more. Got to be more dynamic with the, dynamic with the man, sorry. Um, but altogether, man, it, it was a – it was. I'm not going to say a snooze fest because Sunday night and Monday night football were a snooze fest, um, but it, it wasn't exactly, you know, super exciting. Um, but shout-out Cleveland, get me 1-0 on the pickums. Um, and, and this next game, man, I have no problem being wrong. Uh, the Carolina Panthers defeat the New Orleans Saints 22-14. Uh, I said it last week, man. I said, well, I don't know if I said it on here, but I did say um, through some tweets. I think I did say it on here. I said if we can fluster Jameis, then we can win this football game. Um, starting off with Marquise Haynes and well, Frankie Louvu forcing a fumble. Uh, Marquise Haynes returning it 44 yards to Eddie Pinero field goals to make it 13 to zero. Melvin Ingram with a five yard rush to make it seven to 13. LaVisca Chenault with a 67 yard touchdown catch. It looked super easy for, for Visca. Um, I don't know if the saints just weren't trying to tackle or what it was. Um, but it, it was, it was interesting, man. Um, gosh, looking at these stats is so weird right now. Um, I'll finish the recap before I really dive into it. Uh, and then Eddie Pinero with another field goal, and Mark has Callaway with an absolutely insane one-handed catch um, from four yards out to bring the game to fourteen to twenty-two. J.C. Horn with the game-sealing interception. Um, Derek Brown with an interception, three turnovers for the Saints, two interceptions by Jameis, and then the fumble by Alvin Kamara. Uh, Alvin Kamara sold me in my fantasy league because here's my ideas. You know, I'm not afraid to pick against my team. And throughout the first two weeks, Carolina's defense didn't look great, you know, especially against the run, especially week one with Nick Chubb. Um, and Nick Chubb, granted, is the best running back that we've placed, 
who we faced through the first three weeks, you know, with Nick Chubb, Saquon Barkley, and, and then Alvin Kamara. But, you know, I expected it to, uh, you know, Alvin to do a little bit of something. Um, but it was good to see him in the lineup. Um, New Orleans dominated total yards by about 130. Um, three turnovers for New Orleans, zero for Carolina. Carolina defense balled out, man, absolutely balled out. Uh, seven more first downs for New Orleans, and even on time of possession, literally by 20 seconds. Uh, Carolina beat them by 20 seconds, so it was pretty much even. Um, Christian McCaffrey, well, before I talk about Christian, uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, 12 of 25, 170, and a touchdown, and about 90, literally 90 of those are on two catches, too. LaVisca Chenault, you take those away, he's throwing for 80 yards in a touchdown, or 80 yards, period. Um, LaVisca Chenault, like I said, two receptions, 90 yards, one touchdown. Why, and I'm trying to stay calm, why in the world is DJ Moore getting one catch, bro? Baker cannot throw the ball to DJ Moore, and it's really upsetting me. Outside of fantasy, which I have DJ, I love DJ Moore, and I need to see that man catch the ball and get more involved. And I don't think it's DJ's fault. Um... But Christian McCaffrey, 25 carries, 108 yards. Another uh, over 100-yard outing from Christian. Alvin Kamara, Jesus, 15 carries, 61 yards. Chris Olave, my NFC Offensive offensive Rookie of the Week, nine receptions, 147 yards. No touchdown, but still, you know, a great outing. Jameis Winston, 25 of 41, 353, a touchdown and two picks. Honestly, not a terrible outing by Jameis. The last interception was kind of like this bailout ball, like we need to move the ball down the field. There's not a whole lot of time left. Um, and then the other was a pass deflected, actually, by J.C. Horn, who had a great game. I think he was the second or third highest rated corner uh, in the NFL by PFF. Take as you will, PFF is hikey uh very very suspicious um and then Jameis but but Jameis didn't play bad man and and Jameis is playing through a lot of pain right now uh head off to Jameis but like I said I still don't just don't see Jameis as this this quarterback god that everybody else does um Carolina snapping a nine game losing streak which is really good to see maybe we own New Orleans man we used to never be able to beat them but now we are at least splitting with them um well week two last year a 26 to 7 victory over New Orleans which was honestly a really similar game um, good to see Carolina get a win. Offense has to do something, man. Um, I don't see us winning a whole lot of games if our offense can't produce. I think our defense can only take us so far, man. Um, but uh, New Orleans might have been exposed there. Losing to a Panthers team is not very good. I know they have some injuries on their team. but uh, And, and, and prayers up to uh, Michael Thomas and Juice Landry. Both went out with injuries. I'm not too sure what's going on there. Um, but I hope they are okay. Um, wow, I did not realize. Okay, wow. Um, so now on to Houston and Chicago. I picked uh, Houston to win this this football game. I don't know why, man. I'm done picking the Texans. Um, but the Bears did defeat the Texans 23-20, uh, a very sloppy game. Um, two interceptions by both quarterbacks. Fields, 8 of 17 for 106 yards. Davis Mills, uh, 20 of 32, 245, a touchdown and an interception. Uh, good games by the running backs, man. Uh, Damian Pierce, my offensive rookie of the week for the AFC. 20 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Good to see Damian doing something. Go Gators. Uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, matter of fact, before I announce this, I might. Uh, yeah, never mind. Um, 
Uh, on another week, he's probably defensive or offensive player of the week for the NFC, um, but we'll get to that later. Khalil Herbert, 20 carries, 157 yards, and two touchdowns. Khalil Herbert might be the guy in Chicago um, over Devin Singletary. Wow, I cannot believe I just said Dave, Devin Singletary. David Montgomery, wow. Um, Cole Komet, two receptions, 40 yards, and wow, I don't even know who that is. Um, Seymour? Should I know who that is? Um like, I got to give my man this prop. Chris Moore. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know who Chris Moore is. Um, but three receptions for 63 yards. Uh, really sloppy game for both of them. Roquan Smith, my NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Talk about him a little later. Uh, game ceiling interception. I think he had 16 tackles. Um, so a really good outing by Roquan in this Bears defense to be able to hold on to this win. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Chicago. Like I said, they're halfway to their win total that I thought they were going to be at. So I don't know if it's is Chicago good or are they fraudulent and just have an easy schedule. I'm going to go for the second one. But hats off to Chicago for doing what they can and, and winning the games that they can. Um, Houston is probably going to finish last in the South. Um, I don't know. They might finish above the Colts. But uh, shout out Colts. We'll talk about that later. Um, Raiders-Titans, man. I'm absolutely done picking the Oakland Raiders. Or, Jesus, man, I'm out of it, man. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, both of the games last year, their last week that I switched, so Tennessee and uh, Las Vegas and Miami and Buffalo, uh, I switched them as I was recording, and I got both of them wrong. So I very easily could have been 10-6 and six this week, um, but I absolutely fumbled. Um, Tennessee was one of these games. I picked Vegas to win both you know, zero and two teams, but I was like, you know, Vegas got Derek Carr and Devontae Adams, and uh, yeah, that didn't happen. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, um, the Raiders, you know, fail in that last two point conversion um, uh, after the touchdown pass from Derek Carr to Mac Hollins. Uh, Mac Hollins with a stellar game, um, eight receptions, one hundred fifty eight yards, and a touchdown. Robert Woods, four receptions, 85 yards. Good to see Robert Woods do something, man. Um, Derrick Henry, a pretty solid outing, 20 carries, 85 yards and a touchdown. Josh Jacobs, 13 carries, 66 yards. Derek Carr, 26 of 44, 303, two touchdowns and an interception. And then Ryan Tannehill with 19 of 27, 264, and a touchdown and an interception. Uh, Vegas, five more first downs. Uh, Vegas, 30 more yards. Even on the turnover battle and very, very even on time of possession. Um, you know, this was this is about as close as a game as you can get, man. Um, Tennessee was actually up 14 um, going into halftime, and then they were blanked in the second half. Uh, six straight points from Daniel Carlson. And then a touchdown pass to Matt Collins, which we already talked about, and then failing on the two-point conversion. I don't know about Vegas, man. I think they're definitely finishing last in the West. Um, they just can't seem to put it together, uh, which kind of makes me feel good, you know, being in Carolina. But they're they're zero three um, against a Tennessee team. I don't know who how good they are. I mean, they really, really got pounded by Buffalo, um, and we saw this week Buffalo is human. Um, It'll be interesting, man. Uh, Tennessee could be contending for the South. It looks to be a very, very, very open division, even though I think, you know, I might rattle some cages with what I'm about to say. Speaking of the NFC, or AFC South, 
I guess what needs to happen for a team to win, right, and, and a team to do what they're supposed to is for Kyler Bills to pick against them. Because the Indianapolis Colts, 20 points, the Kansas City Chiefs, 17. I didn't even give an explanation when I picked the Chiefs. I was like, oh, I don't need to say anything more. Uh, Matt Ryan, 27-37, 222, and two touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor, 21 carries, 71 yards. Still, you know, I think he's still he's definitely still top five in rushing yards after a big big week one, but we haven't you know been able to see him come back to that uh, Jonathan Taylor from last year. Um, but well, you're not going to have that, you know. That was a special season, um, but you you want to see Jonathan Taylor get in the end zone a little more. Uh, Michael Pittman, uh, eight receptions, seventy two yards. Um, they made the, it, it was. Considered a comeback win? I didn't even talk about the Chiefs players. I'm sorry. Patrick Mahomes, 20 of 35, 262, a touchdown and an interception, that game-losing interception. Um, and then Patrick Mahomes actually leading the Chiefs on the ground. You have to get a runner, man. I guess Clyde's just not the guy. Um, and and so you got to figure something out. There's there's some solid you know backups out there. Simon Kareem Hunt. Bring Kareem Hunt back to Kansas City. Uh, Juju. Five receptions, 89 yards. Um, you know, not a bad – well, I'm not going to say it, not a bad game for the Chiefs. You need to see the Chiefs do more. You need to see Travis Kelsey do more. Um, he's got to do something, man. Uh, but uh, I don't know what happened with India this week. After getting blanked by the Jags, which the Jags might honestly be legit, but after getting blanked by the Jags, which is not a good sign to, you know, defeating the, uh, the Chiefs, Granted, they were at home, but, you know, it's, it's the Chiefs. You should lose that game. Um, it's very interesting, man. Uh, honestly, I picked the Colts to win the South, but I don't know if I see it happening. Um, as of right now, sitting in this chair on, uh, let me check the date, September 27th, 2022, I see the Jacksonville, Jag Jacksonville Jaguars winning the AFC South. Which is crazy to say, man. But Trevor Lawrence is looking really good. Um, but that's not even Colts related. Um, not a, a hell of a win for the Colts, man. I'm a, it sucks to see because I hate Colts fans. Um, but I picked the Chiefs and the Colts won. Hurt my pickums. So I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Dolphins, Bills, another game I switched just at the last second. I should have stuck with Buffalo. Or I should have stuck with Miami because Miami. Defeats the Bills, twenty-one to nineteen, um, surviving the butt punt, the butt punt, um, and then you know with a minute thirty-three, Buffalo just can't. You know the the clock ran out after a uh, a pass to Isaiah McKenzie, and I was watching the game after you know the Panthers game finished up, and it just hurt to watch. Like it wasn't like the Cowboys game last year where Dak ran a quarterback draw um, and ran out of time. It was just. You know, he couldn't get out of bounds. I personally felt like there wasn't a whole lot of hustle. I felt like you could have got that spike off, but you just never know. And, and you know, and who, who's to say that uh, Tyler Bass doesn't miss that field goal? Um, River, I'm going to mess his name up again. River Craycroft. Um, I, Craycraft, I think I got that right. Um, another another pretty solid outing, man. Um, Jalen Waddle with a good outing. Kair Elam, I want to shout him out. He did really good. Um, after a huge week by the Miami receivers, Jalen Waddle leading the charge with four receptions, 102 yards, which by any means is not a bad game. Um, but after the week that they just had, um, you almost expected more. Chase Edmonds with an absolute red zone vulture, 
Six carries, 21 yards, and two touchdowns. Tua Tunga by Loa, uh, 13 of 18, 186, and a touchdown makes Tua look human. Uh, the Bama, the Bama quarterbacks, man. I mean, the thing is, is he didn't pass for a whole lot of yards, but he was efficient with the football, got the touchdown. And when you win a low scoring game, that's expected to be high scoring. And it's like, oh, well, you know, the quarterbacks didn't do anything. Well, maybe the defense just stepped up. On the other hand, you look at Josh Allen, 42 of 63, 400 passing yards and two touchdowns. You know, he's throwing all the balls in the world and, and threw two touchdowns and 400 yards, but they still lost by two. So, so you know, what are you going to say about it? Um, Josh Allen also leading the charge um, on the ground. I can't say it enough. They got Devin Singletary involved, just not on the ground. Um, Josh had eight carries for 47 yards, leading Buffalo in rushing. Um, and then Devin Singletary leading them in receiving nine receptions, 78 yards, and a touchdown need to see. Well, you know, I'm not going to sit here and, and uh, criticize uh, Stephon Diggs because – Everybody knows that the Dolphins' secondary is very good. Uh, my AFC Defensive Player of the Week was Javon Holland. Uh, I'll talk about that when we go over the awards. Um, here's the thing, man. First of all, I want to say prayers up to Tua. I'm not too sure what's going on. I don't know if I buy all this thing that it was about a back. I mean, I have a terrible back, and it just this man was stumbling, and, and his head bounced off the turf. And I really I really do hope Tua's okay. He's having a great year. Um so hopefully two is okay. He's not in concussion protocol right now. Um, but I still think Buffalo is going to win the AFC East. Miami has proven to me that they are a team and they're without a doubt a playoff team. But I do think Buffalo is going to win this, win the division. I still am going to stand by all those picks. Um, if Miami can, can continue to grow, um, my coach of the year candidate might, you know, go the other way with with Mike McDaniels. Um but uh, I think Buffalo's going to be fine, man. Buffalo very banged up. Um, prayers up to Micah Hyde with a speedy recovery. He's out for the season. Um, their secondary was very, very, very banged up. Um, and I think Buffalo's going to be fine. I think Miami's going to be solid. So I think it was just a really good game. I'm really excited to see that game again in Buffalo. Um, I think I think Buffalo takes that one. Um, but, but a good game by Miami and, and honestly not a bad game by Buffalo. So... You can't really hang your head too bad, except me. I can because I picked against the Dolphins at the last second. Um, next up is Detroit and Minnesota. Minnesota winning the game 28-24. to 24. Um, Man, this one scared me. I thought this was going to be another getting, you know, another wrong on my pickums. Um, what am I trying to say here? Uh, Detroit, man. Detroit's really good. Um, I think... Uh, this doesn't take away from Detroit, but I almost wonder if, if Minnesota is fraudulent after the week one game uh, against Green Bay. But Kirk Cousins, 24-41, 260, and two touchdowns. Jared Goff, 25-41. Actually, really, really close stat lines. 277, a touchdown and interception. Dalvin Cook coming back to Dalvin Cook form. 17 carries, 96 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, DeAndre Swift stands are crying right now because Jamie, Jamie, Jamal Williams, wow. Um, 20 carries, 87 yards, and two touchdowns. Josh Reynolds, six receptions, 96 yards for Detroit. Amonra still had a pretty good game. K.J. Osborne, uh, five receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, scored the game-winning touchdown. Um, I mean, man, Detroit off to a 14-0 lead. Um, after that Williams run and Hawkinson touchdown catch, and then they got it to Thielen and Dalvin Cook to tie it up at 14. Um Ten straight points for Detroit, man. 
um, and then and then fourteen straight from Minnesota. It was like it was not very balanced, you know. It was literally a story of who scored in what quarter, you know. I mean, technically the Lions scored the t- the second touchdown in the second, but it was very very early. Then Minnesota goes to control the rest of the second. Um, third quarter belongs to the Lions. Fourth quarter belongs to the Vikings. And settling for that field goal ultimately lost them the game. Um, even on the turnover battle, forty plus yards for Minnes or for Detroit. I'm sorry. Um, time of possession was won by Detroit for about nine minutes, um, and then seven more first downs for Minnesota. Uh, I don't know what's up with uh, Justin Jefferson, man. Um, but the North is looking tough, man. Uh, three teams sitting at two and one. I don't, I don't think Chicago is better than Detroit, but as of right now, they have a better record than Detroit. Um, Aiden Hutchinson did absolutely nothing. Um, matter of fact, I don't even know what this man played. That's that's how not now non-existent he was on the on, on the box score. Um, but I'll talk about that a little later. Um, it was interesting, man. Um, I, I really do want to see Detroit do well. Um, I think Detroit will be fine. I, I've said it probably once every episode. Um, Detroit's building something great. I need to see Justin Jefferson get more involved, especially for being the best wide receiver in football. Um, you know, if we're going off who's played the best all season, I'm going to go Cooper Cup right now, man. Devontae's kind of here and there. Justin Jefferson's here and there. Jamar Chase is here and there. Stephon Diggs had the first two really good weeks. Um, and then there's a lot of other guys you could try to throw in there. It's just been a weird week or weird year, weird year of football, man. Um, but I also did pick the Vikings. Vikings squeaked that game out against the Lions. Next up is Baltimore and New England. I picked Baltimore. Baltimore got the win, 37 to 26. Um, AFC Offensive Player of the Week, Lamar Jackson, who honestly deserved it last week, but Tua had such a good game. Um, Lamar this week, 18 of 29, 218, four touchdowns and an interception just through the air. Um, and then 11 carries, 107 yards, and a touchdown on the ground. And Lamar Jackson is special, man. He is Mike Vick, but just so much better at everything. Um, Mark Andrews with a great game, which I love to see. Uh, eight receptions, 89 yards, and two touchdowns. Devontae Parker with a very solid game. Five receptions, 156 yards. Um, Ramondre Stevenson over Damian Harris. 12 carries, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Mac Jones, 22 of 32, 321, and three interceptions, man. Um, I can't express it enough how little of a Mac Jones fan I am, but I do, you know, speedy recoveries to Mac Jones. I'm just saying I've sprained my ankle a lot, and I've never been crying like that. That's all I'm saying, man. Um, but uh, a really good game by Baltimore, and honestly not a bad effort by New England. Um, New England actually won the total yards. Uh, by 50, um, and then two more turnovers for New England. Time of possession was was pretty even, about a minute more for Baltimore. Three more first downs for New England, um, but those big plays, man. Uh, Devin Duvernay's coming on, man. Uh, cool to see. Um, man, Baltimore without a really established wide receiver one is, is, is playing well. I'm really excited for it. I think I made the right pick with, uh, with Baltimore going uh, and winning the AFC North. Um, really excited about that. So next up is the Bengals and the Jets. Um, finally, 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 the Bengals got back on track. Um, the Jets, you know, struggled with, uh, with, with Joe Flacco this week. Um, starting off with Cincy, we have 
Joe going 23 of 36, 275, and three touchdowns. Good to see. No interceptions. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, nine carries, 47 yards. Tyler Boyd, four receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Quinn Williams getting very emotional with his D-line coach. I don't know if he just doesn't want to lose. Quinn Williams was always that funny, you know, super, super low-key guy. But to see him fired up, it's good to see, honestly. Um, that's what the Jets need. Michael Carter, it's, it's so weird what the Jets are doing, man. Um, you know, one week it's Michael Carter having a great game. And the next week it's Brees Hall having a great game. And now it's Michael Carter and Brees having a, a very average game. Uh, Michael Carter, 11 carries, 39 yards. Uh, Tyler Conklin, eight receptions, 84 yards, leading the charge through the air for the Jets. Um, 28 of 52 for Joe Flacco. You know, not exactly. You know, missing 24 passes isn't exactly what you want to see. Did throw for 285, but two interceptions and no touchdowns is going to hurt. Four more turnovers, three more turnovers, sorry, for the Jets. Very, very even. I mean, pretty much two yards separating total yards, which went in Cincy's favor. Um, about five minutes in Cincy's favor for total possession. And then one more first down for Cincy. Um, I think, hey, man, I just want to just want to let you all know, I will be attending the week, oh, man, you're going to do this on the spot, week seven, week seven, I want to say, game. Uh, against Cincinnati, um, in Cincinnati, I will be there uh, for Carolina. I think it's a winnable game, man. Um, be really cool to see something happen there. Um, the only other game I've went to was Week 16. <coughs> Don't you dare start coming back. Um, week 16 with the Colts and Panthers two years ago, in which Naheem Hines scored two punt return touchdowns and absolutely destroyed Carolina. So hopefully this game goes a little better, man. Uh, super excited that sh- for that game. Shout out Matt Lepper. Um, Cincy at the bottom of the North right now because they just got their first win. But I, I see him finishing second um, or maybe third if Cleveland can do something. Uh, the Jets and the, the, the Pats, I think, are going to be at the bottom of the East. Um, I don't think they're bad teams, but it's just, you know, the Miami and Buffalo are looking really solid right now. Um but honestly, it's good to see Cincy do good, kind of shut everybody up um, if they do want to you know, skip week seven and go back to that form. Um, want to see Jamar Chase get involved more. Um, Sauce Gardner played a really good game. Uh, and then Tyler, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins played really good. That was a touchdown for T. Higgins. That was highway robbery. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good outing by the Bengals, uh, a good effort by the Jets. Both teams are young. They'll be fine. Um, Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington Commanders. Man, I'm, I'm biting a lot of bullets here with Jalen Hurts, man. He's really he's really making a run at it. Hurts, 22-35, 340, uh, and three touchdowns. Miles Sanders, 15 carries, 46 yards, averaging about a little over three carries per yard, or three yards per carry, geez. Uh, and then Devontae Smith, my offensive player of the week for the NFC, uh, eight receptions, 169 yards, and a touchdown. Terry McLaurin, finally over 100 yards, six receptions, 102 yards. Carson Wentz just absolutely disappeared. Um, after a good first two weeks, you know, I, I pick him up in fantasy because Dax hurt, and uh, he kind of disappears here. Uh, 25 of 43, 2-11, uh, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Antonio Gibson, 12 carries, 38 yards, and a touchdown. Give me Brian Robinson back, man. I, I, I can't be reading this stuff about Gibson. This game was very one-sided, man. Um 
if you take away the the fourth quarter safety and one yard run, well, it was a good drive, you know, twelve plays, eighty seven yards. Um, then then it's a shutout, twenty four zero. But uh, shout out Darren Payne for his safety and Gibson with the one yard run, one hundred sixty more yards for Philly, um, one turnover for Washington, none for Philly, um, one more first down for Philly, and um, actually Washington won the time of possession by five minutes. Uh, Philly getting in and getting out, doing their work, man. Uh, A.J. Brown with a touchdown. Dallas Goddard with a touchdown. Man, Philly's scary, man. Um, I think Philly's going to win the East, and I don't necessarily think it's a competition. Um, Great game by Philly. Who does Philly play this week? Philly has a good game this week. Uh, Come on, come on. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Jaguars. Okay, maybe not. But the Jags are looking really good, and that actually brings us into our next game. The Jacksonville Jaguars, thirty-eight to ten over the the Los Angeles Chargers. This is this is a score I would expect if Herbo didn't play, but Herbo played. Man, shout out Trevor Lawrence, twenty-eight of thirty-nine, two sixty-two and three touchdowns. James Robinson, Travis Etienne lovers are just crying. And, and you know what, Travis, it, it serves you well for just talking smack about Florida and their team. You know this whole year. Um, but uh, James Robinson's looking really good. Zay Jones, 10 receptions, 85 yards, and a touchdown. Wow, man. Jacksonville, man. Josh Palmer for the Chargers, six receptions, 99 yards. Sony Michelle, five carries, 22 yards. They just, you know, just, Eckler's just disappearing, man. Um, and then Herbo, 25 of 45, 297, a touchdown and interception. Not a bad game by Herbo. Um, people are kind of, people are trying to, I don't know if they're trying to hate on Herbo or what it is. Um, Christian Kirk, Marvin Jones with a touchdown. Zay Jones, obviously, with a touchdown. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it's crazy, man. Is Jacksonville going to win the South? You know, it, it, it's so weird because two straight first round picks are so poverty. Um, and then to come in here this year and, and shut out the Colts and to beat the Chargers by 28. Um, I forget who they lost to week one. Uh, I'm not even going to try to remember. But it was a close game. Um, Jacksonville, 413 yards of total offense, um, 100 yards more than the Chargers. Two interceptions or two turnovers, sorry, for the Chargers. Zero for Jacksonville. Um, nine more first downs for Jacksonville and about 17 more time, minutes of time of possession. Super dominant by the by the Jags. I mean, it's it's kind of good to see the Jags do well. Because um, as a team who also has sucked for such a long time, it's good to see you know these bad teams on the rise, um, and I did pick the Chargers there, um, which did not go in my favor. I picked the Eagles over the Commanders, which did go in my favor. Kind of getting a little more even here. Um, the Broncos defeat the 49ers. That is not the next game on my schedule. We will talk about that. Um, I don't even want to talk about Russ cooking right now. Um, Jesus. Uh, the Rams over the Cardinals. I apologize. Um, Carolina's week four opponent, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, one and two now. Uh, Kyler Midget Murray, 37 of 58, 314 yards. Uh, James Conner, 13 carries for 39 yards. And Marquise Brown, actually, a really solid game, 14 receptions for 140 yards. Ben Skrawanowick, um I'm not even really going to shout him out because he went to Homestead High School, who's our rival. Four receptions, 66 yards, whatever. Cam Akers. Uh, 12 carries, 61 yards, and a touchdown. Not a great game, but, but you know, still still a pretty solid game um, for the young man out of Florida State. 
Uh, Matt Stafford, 18 to 25, 249 yards. Fraudulent. Cooper's probably, you know, worst game of the year so far because uh, he followed, you know, his first two weeks were really good. Honestly, a really even game. Um, Arizona winning the, t- the total yard battle by 30 yards, uh, winning the turnover battle because the Rams had one. Um, winning time of possession by about seven minutes and then eight more first downs. It's really, really like I'm not gonna say it's 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 even or lopsided. It's like in the middle. But if you if you look at the stats, Arizona wins that football game. Um, we have Arizona's number. I'm gonna pick against Carolina because humility works. But if Arizona wants to just lose another game. So be it, man. Um, good game by the Rams. I still have them winning the NFC West. <coughs> oh, man. See, I'm coughing a little less. Um, now is the Falcons and the Sea Chickens. I picked the Sea Chickens. Never again am I picking the Sea Chickens. Um, every time I've picked them, they have not done well for me, and neither is Carolina or Indy or a lot of teams. But maybe I just suck at picking. But uh, Atlanta getting the win. Kind of like the battle of who's the worst team in the league. The story of this, uh, Cordero Patterson, 17 carries, 141 yards in the touchdown. Marcus Mariota, 13 to 20, 229, a touchdown and an interception. Not a bad game by Mariota. Uh, Gino, 32 of 44, 325, two touchdowns and an interception. He must have heard me last week talking about he don't throw the ball a lot. He doesn't miss passes because he don't throw the ball a lot, and he don't throw the ball a lot for a lot of yards. Rashad Penny, 14 carries, 66 yards. I guess it's okay for Rashad. Uh, Tyler Lockett, nine receptions, 76 yards. Kyle Pitts. Go Gators. Uh, five carries. Or five receptions, I'm sorry, uh, for 87 yards. Good to see Pitts do something. Uh, they need to get Pitts the ball more. I mean, he'd probably be a top 10 wide receiver in this league, and he's at tight end, and he can play tight end. Um, super good game by Cordero. Uh, Seattle actually won the total yard battle by about 40. Um, won the turnover battle by one. This is another game, man, where it's just like you look at the stats and Seattle wins this game. Uh, Atlanta with one more first down and Seattle winning the time of possession by three minutes. Um, man, it's like the battle of the worst teams in the league if you threw Carolina in there. Um, I don't see either of them contending. I, You know, Geno's not playing bad enough to throw Drew Locke in is the problem. Um I would like to see Drew Locke get in there and do something. Um, I don't know. The Seahawks and the Falcons have a long, long, long way to go. Um, man. Uh, but both teams really young. Hopefully they can, you know, draft some players. Um, on the opposite, teams that are really old, Green Bay, Tampa, if you told me the score of this game is 14-12, to 12, I'm saying nah. I'm just like no. Um, another game losing two-point conversion. Ah, uh, man, um, a pretty pretty non-existent game from, from the offensive side of the ball. Romeo Dobbs, eight receptions, 73 yards and a touchdown. Russell Gage, 12 receptions, 87 yards and a touchdown. Man, these are just two guys you don't expect, especially with Tampa. I guess you could kind of expect it with, you know, Chris Godwin battling injuries and Mike Evans being suspended and Tom, whatever's going on with Tom, man. Uh, Tom Brady, 31 of 42, 271 and a touchdown. Lenny, 12 carries, 35 yards. Not a very good outing by Lenny. Aaron Jones, 12 carries, 36 yards. Not a good game by Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, 27 of 35, 256, two touchdowns and an interception. 
you, you know, it was a really it was a really mid game. Um, a lot of field goal, well, not a lot of field goals. But Ryan Suckup, two field goals, um, two touchdowns uh, for the Packers. Alan Lazard catching the other one from six yards out. Uh, and then Russell Gage from a yard out on uh, the two-point conversion fails with 14 seconds left. Turnover battle even. Uh, five more first downs for Tampa. About seven or so minutes. Uh, more possession for Green Bay. And then 30 more, thirty on the dot more yards for Green Bay. Um, I think Green Bay's probably good. I don't know, man. The North is one of those divisions I just don't know about. Um, but honestly, Tampa looks really human. You know, maybe Carolina makes this run. Um, no, nah, I'm just playing, but, uh, um, it's interesting, man. Um, I did pick Tampa to win that game. I should have looked into it. I don't know why I did. I don't, I, without Mike Evans, it's just hard to win that, that football game. Um, 49ers Broncos, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, man. He, uh, he w- stepped out of the back of the end zone for the two point or the safety, I'm sorry, end up losing by one. Uh, Russell Wilson is not looking good. 20-33 for 184. Javante Williams, 15 carries for 58 yards. Uh, Cortland Sutton, a pretty good game. Cortland, Cortland Sutton's having a really good season so far. Eight receptions, 97 yards. Debo, good to see Debo doing something. Five receptions, 73 yards. And then Jeff Wilson, 12 carries, 75 yards. Good good outing by Jeff Wilson. Couldn't get in the end zone, which which always hurts. Um, and, then, and then Garoppolo, uh, 18 and 29, 211, and a touchdown and an interception. Um, I don't have a whole lot to say. I don't think San Francisco is very good. I don't think Denver is very good. I think Carolina plays both these teams later in the year, man. I think they're very winnable games. Uh, Brandon Ayuk catching the pass, um, the, the the touchdown for um, the 49ers, sorry, and then Jimmy walking out of the back of the end zone. Um, I don't know how they credit that to somebody, but uh, uh, Mike Purcell got the safety for that. Shout out Mike Purcell. Um, and then Robbie Gold with the 51-yarder and Melvin Gordon to win the game um, with the two-point conversion failing again, um, but to win the game by one. Uh, pretty pretty even game. I mean, three more turnovers for San Francisco, but six yards se- uh, separating total yards for uh, San Francisco. And then nine more minutes for Denver. Uh, one more first down for Denver, and then obviously, like I said, three turnovers for San Francisco. Got really, really, really hard to win a game when you turn the ball over three times. Um, lastly, Monday Night Football, the Dallas. Well, I did pick the Broncos last week or that game, so you know Sunday Night Football and Monday Night Football helped me out, got me to five hundred. Um, Dallas Cowboys beating the New York Giants twenty three to sixty three. Great catch by C.D. Lamb to put the Cowboys ahead. Tony Pollard with a good game, 13 carries, 105 yards, and Zeke did steal the touchdown. Cooper Rush, 21-31, 215, and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, eight receptions, 87 yards, and a touchdown. Sterling Shepard, um, prayers out to Sterling Shepard, five receptions, 49 yards. If they want to trade, I saw this tweet, man. Uh, if they want to trade a Skadarius Tony for TJ, TMJ, so be it, man. Uh, Saquon, a uh, uh, 36-yard touchdown run, 14 carries, 81 yards, and a touchdown. Good to see. I can't say this enough, and I'm not going to say it enough because Saquon is just like Christian McCaffrey, except not as good. Um, but it's good to see Saquon doing something, having good games. Trayvon Diggs, fraudulent. Uh, I don't care that he made the game-winning interception. The dude fell down, man. But he also just missed a wide-open pick six. 
Daniel Jones, I don't know what team. Oh, my God. Carolina will probably pick him up, uh, especially being a Duke boy. Um, Daniel Jones, 20 of 37, 196 in an interception. Now, New York is 2-1, and one, and they very easily could be 3-0, and oh, but I think Daniel Jones is out the door. Honestly, I really do. Um, I don't know, man. I don't see Dallas, you know, challenging – uh, Miami, or not Miami, Jesus, uh, Philadelphia, sorry. Um, but you just never know, man. I mean, Dallas is playing well. Um, damn, we're already at 44 minutes. So I gotta, I'm going to try and hurry this up for y'all. Uh, I had a complaint. Well, Tyler Weersman doesn't even listen to my, my podcast, but he tried to say he does, and he said, wow, it's an hour? Okay, whatever, man. Um, starting off with news around the league, Mac Jones, Trent Williams, both out for a couple weeks with a high ankle sprain. Um, those can be really nagging. Christian had one of those a couple weeks or a couple years back. Um, they can really be dangerous. It was Christian and Cam, um, and then Rashawn Slater out for the season. Really hate to see. And Bosa is week to week. I already talked about uh, Micah Hyde. Um, prayers up for Micah Hyde out for the year. Man, these injuries are taking a lot of great players out. Um, and then Miles Garrett involved in a car accident. Uh, all injuries believed to be non-threatening. Prayers up for Miles Garrett. Um, like I said, I can't agree with him as a football player, but all that goes out the door when you threaten a player's safety. Um, I, I really, I, I'm pretty sure he just got released from the hospital today. Um, I don't know what outlook that looks like of him playing this week, playing next week, playing the rest of the season. I just don't know. Um, but it, uh, honestly, when it when it comes to a player's life, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, so hopefully, you know, speedy recoveries to all those people. Um, players of the week. For the AFC, Lamar Jackson, 18 of 29, 218, um, four touchdowns, an interception, and then 11 carries, 107 yards, and a touchdown. Lamar's playing great, man. Uh, Lamar probably right now comeback player of the year. Need to see Christian do a little more, and unless Lamar falls off, he's probably going to win that award. Javon Holland, an absolutely fantastic game um, against Buffalo. Ten tackles, one and a half sack, a forced fumble, and two pass deflections. Fantastic game from Javon Holland. He's, he's a great safety in the NFL right now. Damian Pierce uh, could be a little controversial, but I'm taking Damian Pierce. 20 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Four yards per carry, man. You can't argue with it. Um, and then Jalen Pitter? Pitry? I'm sorry. I'm so bad with names, man. Uh, eight tackles, a sack, and two interceptions. Honestly, a fantastic game um, from Jalen uh, Hopefully, you can keep it rolling. Um, NFC. Players of the week, starting off with Offensive Player of the Week, I have Devonta Smith. A lot of people you could put up in here, man. Uh, Khalil Herbert, Cordero Patterson. Uh, but Devonta Smith, eight receptions, 169 yards, and a touchdown. Roquan Smith, my Defensive Player of the Week for the NFC, 16 tackles and an interception. 16 tackles is good. Game-winning interception is better. Uh, and then Chris Olave was my offensive rookie of the week. Watching that man, he's looked really good, man. Uh, nine receptions, 147 yards, uh, no touchdowns, but um, uh, a good game regardless. And Devin Lloyd, seven tackles and one interception out of Seattle. Um, those are my players of the week, man. There's a lot of good candidates for this week, um, but I, I, I try to factor it in on game, you know, game involvement and how it affects a game. Um, you know, Ro Roquan, obviously. 16 tackles is fantastic, but it's like, you know, so maybe some people filled up the style. And shout out to Demarcus Lawrence, you know, three sacks against uh, New York last week, or yesterday, actually. Um, 
but I mean, a game-winning interceptions on tack- on top of 16 tackles is, is hard to ignore. Um, so now I'm going to go on to my award tracker. Um, a rough week for my players, man. <laughs> um, starting off with Josh Allen, really good game. 20, 42 of 63. 63 attempts in a game is crazy. That's all I'm saying. 400 yards, two touchdowns, and zero interceptions. Obviously, he got the loss, but still a great game nonetheless. Um, him and Aiden Hutchinson are actually the only guys um, in my award predictions who lost. Uh, shout out Carolina. <laughs> um, Justin Jefferson, three receptions, 14 yards. I don't know, man. Need to see Jettas do more. Um, I think it's still very possible. But after that week, I mean, his week one performance was fantastic. But outside of his week one performance, it's been, you know, it's been a little rough. Miles um, Garrett, just two tackles. Again, take a little off Miles Garrett. Hopefully he's okay. Um, pick might not look good if he's out for extended time. But um, regardless, his health comes first. Prayers up to Miles Garrett. Uh, Christian McCaffrey for comeback player of the year. 25 carries, 108 yards, two receptions, seven yards. Uh, he got the touches this week as far as on the ground. I would still like to really like to see Carolina throw the ball to him more on Texas routes or crossing routes um, or in the flat uh, instead of just running screens and then running right behind our rookie offensive tackle all game, which Ken McQuano played really good um, this last week. Not perfect, but better. Um, Damian Pierce, 20 carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown. He was my AFC Rookie of the Week for offense. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson did Jack Diddley squat. Um, I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> but Aiden Hutchinson did nothing, literally zero stats. Uh, and then Sean McDermott for Coach of the Year. Um, he sits at 2-1 and one right now with a 19-21 to 21 loss at Miami. I think McDermott's going to be fine. I think Buffalo's going to be fine. But if Miami keeps on this, could see Mike McDaniels winning coach of the year. Philly keeps on this. I don't even know who Philly's coach is, but he could win coach of the year. Um, not a great week for my my award trackers, man, but a lot of, a lot of football still left to play. Um, I'm going to try and run through this so I can get you guys out of here. Week four predictions, Miami at Cincinnati. I'm taking Miami. Thursday night football, I could see, you know, if Tua doesn't play well, I could honestly see Cincy winning this, not switching my picks at all this week. Minnesota at New Orleans. Give me Minnesota. I think Justin Jefferson has a back a bounce back week. Uh, Cleveland at Atlanta. I don't have to say anything. Cleveland, Washington at Dallas. I'm gonna take an upset here. I'm taking Washington. I think Dallas is Cooper Rush luck. You know wears off. Uh, and I think Washington comes out victorious. Seattle at Detroit. Done picking Seattle. Give me Detroit. Uh, I think Aiden Hudson has a bounce back week. I think they have too much you know power. Um, and. I don't know. Jeff Okudu's playing well. It's good to see Okuda playing well. Tennessee at the Colts. I'm taking another upset. I'm taking Indy. I think Indy gets back on track. They're back at home this week um, after a big win against the Chiefs. And they always play good against Tennessee, man. Uh, the Bears at the Giants. I'm going to take the Giants. Um, I really need New York to just shut down these fraudulent Bears. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm taking the Giants there. Jaguars at Philadelphia. I'm giving give me, give me Philly. This could honestly be game of the week. But I think... I think Philly's more experienced, and, you know, it was this question of Buffalo and Miami last week. They're both riding high. Who's going to deal better with that little bit of adversity? I think Philly moves to 4-0. Uh, New York and Pittsburgh taking another. I don't, know if you can, I don't know if you can consider half these upsets, but I'm taking Pittsburgh, man. I'm not taking Pittsburgh. Jeez, I'm sorry. I'm taking the New York Jets. I think, I don't know if Zach's playing this week. I don't think he is. I haven't seen any indicators that he is, but I still think that the Jets – 
We're going to get it done. Elijah Moore has a big week, uh, even though he's just not even getting thrown the ball. Um, but Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you know, yeah, they have a lot of ball players over there in New York. Uh, Buffalo at Baltimore. I'm going to take Buffalo. It should be a really, really good game. Um, Marlon Humphrey on Stephon Diggs. Kyrie Elam on uh, Rashad Bateman. It's going to be a really good game, man, but I'm going to take Buffalo. I think the Buffalo defense is chasing Lamar Jackson around all day, and I don't know if they'll be able to contain nor stop him. Um, but I'm taking Buffalo there. Uh, Chargers at Houston. I'm taking the Chargers. Houston's not a very good football team. I think the Chargers get back on track here. I'm going to save this pick. Uh, Pats, Packers. I'm, give me the Packers. I mean, the Pats aren't very good now. They're looking at starting Brian Hoyer at quarterback. Um, give me the Packers. Denver at Las Vegas. I'm not taking – Jesus, I don't even want to watch this game. I don't even want to pick anybody. Give me Denver, man. Uh, I don't want to see Russ Cook. Um, but I don't want to see Derek Carr cook. I could see the Raiders getting their first win against Denver, um, but I'm going to take Denver in this game. Chiefs at Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks. This is going to be another really good game, man. And I could see this. I could see this switching around. I think Tom Brady is going to come out and play football. I think Mike Evans has a big week in his first week back off suspension. Um, I think Mahomes has another big week. I think Travis Kelsey has a really big week, but it, it's hard to pick. But I'm gonna, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Rams at 49ers. Give me the Rams. I don't buy into the 49ers hype, especially with now losing Trent Williams. Um, Aaron Donald's going to have a field day over there. Uh, Dante Fowler, I think he's still there. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, those are my predictions for uh, week four. I know I sped through the awards, players of the week, and predictions really, really fast. But like I said last week, like I'm going to say again, you know, I'm already at 53 minutes for this episode. I just I just don't want you know, you guys have to sit here for all day, you know, the podcasts are like leisure, you know, you want to listen to them while you do something. Um, so I want to get these out to you. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for joining me, uh, for episode three of that six. Uh, I, I, I again want to invite, um, anyone listening to follow the podcast at podcast at that six podcast on TikTok or Twitter. Um, should be another really exciting week of football, man. Um, this is the week I get over the hump, I get over 500, and I get above 500. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an exciting week of NFL football. I hope everybody stays safe, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Deuces. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.